0: is there not an entire section on this okay. no, Yes, but I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that so it's unfair I may have, I may have changed my mind about me for example. is your, your book for sale about yes let me tell you 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 what have you ever asked god for forgiveness I'm not sure I have I just go and try and do a better job from there I don't think so this is my vibe what I got something to say hey what's going on everybody welcome back to let me tell you episode 60 I am your host the evangelical norm so This week has been pretty crazy with a lot of different things in the news. Um, I chose to do an early episode yesterday, uh, dealing with Ahmad Arbery, just on its own because I didn't want to. I felt that deserved um, its own focused episode rather than just being a part of a, you know, random episode. So that, if, you, if you're if you interested in my take on that, go back, you'll find that video uh, dropped yesterday. So today we're going to talk a little bit more COVID-19 stuff. Deaths are up over 70, uh, 79,000, I think we may be up to 80,000. According to the official numbers, I will uh, go to the tell of the tape here real quick. We'll jump over to the... Uh, If I can get the website to come up, of course, it's going to gonna act dumb when I, when I want to actually look at the numbers. Any other time when I'm not interested in the numbers, it, it, it works just fine. Now I want to actually go look at numbers, and it's not loading at all. So that's just typical Internet. Oh, there we go so in the u.s. uh confirmed cases all right well now it's gone huh do 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 this is this is great podcasting right here this is this is the stuff i know you guys tune in for the um dead air and so on so this is this is the john hopkins university uh the site that they have um Breaks everything down. So 1.3 million uh, confirmed cases in the United States, ni- uh, 79,528 deaths. So, and again, we take that with a grain of salt because it's, you know, a lot of those deaths were, could, should have actually been attributed to other underlying uh, conditions that people had rather than COVID 19. But I mean, we've seen admission from the CDC and and hospitals and things like that, that if they even suspect that a person had COVID-19, they, they count it as a COVID-19 death. So I, it's frustrating and, and a little irritating to me to see them do that. And so you have these, these elevated, inflated numbers that really don't show the truth of, you know, again, this is... This is a virus that 99.97% of people are going to survive. If you are under 70 years old and don't live in a nursing facility, you're probably going to get through this with uh, fairly unscathed. Now, granted, I have friends, and I've talked about this before, but I I have good friends and relatives who have spent time in ICUs on ventilators because of this, but young, uh, relatively healthy young men who got through it. Um, both of them took uh, were given hydroxychloroquine, um, which helped in their recovery uh, amazingly. So there's some of the, the there's the information that will get me removed from YouTube because it contradicts what the experts. Are saying so there's just a, a few of the numbers for you but what I want to talk about is the uh, the rise of the totalitarian tyrannical uh, I can't think of another word with T to, to go to alliterate um, but the the state that has come in and um, just done all their absolute best to shut everything down and ridiculously um, doing things to essentially shut, shut to to destroy our economy, and as people are with small business owners, you know the majority of your beauty salons and stuff like that, and we're out, actually all three of the people that I'm going to talk about here in a minute, um, beauty or barber shops, beauty salons, barber shops, whatever, um, are small, uh, individually owned businesses that are having a hard time getting through this, you know, um, I have a friend, a friend that owns a coffee shop that, that really struggled some friends in Colorado who, uh, have a beauty salon that was, was pretty rough. And I think they're reopening. Um, but so a lot of these smaller business have, businesses, churches, again, these places, you it's fine, apparently, to go to Walmart and have all the people in there. You can go to Costco if you wear a mask. You can go to Walmart and whatever. You have to stand seven feet apart from each other, six feet apart from each other in line, but then yet you use the same keypad um, on the uh, the ATM or the, the debit card reader um, without it being cleaned in between i mean it's just some of the most ridiculous stuff it's the greatest meme i've seen from this week i saw it today and it was like obviously from one of those states but it says let me get this straight i can go in and any pot shop and buy my marijuana but i have to meet my hairdresser in a back alley with unmarked bills in order to get a haircut Here's the ridiculousness of where we have become. Rob Deirdick ain't got nothing on what the United States governments and states governments are doing right now. Because it is the most ridiculous stuff that I've ever seen. And I understand that there are people out there that are going to be angry with me because they think I'm just out to kill them. Not this is literally and apparently herd immunity is a bad word now but it has literally been the thing you know when back in five ten years ago when anti-vaxxers were were a huge thing people were talking about well you need to get your kid vaccinated so we can develop a herd immunity but now well we don't want to develop a herd immunity um, because that might lead to more people dying and so and and again Here's the deal, and I've said it before, and, and it's horrible that it is a reality, but this is going to kill people. We have to open up sometime. We cannot. It is unsustainable for us to remain locked down the way we are. Our economy is literally collapsing. We are sitting at 14 to 17% unemployment. 33 million Americans have lost their jobs. We, we literally, in a, a five-week period or a, maybe a seven-week period, we have gone from 3% to 14% unemployment in the United States. People are losing their jobs. People are going to lose their homes. We cannot rely on the government. We, I mean, the, the $1,200 st- yeah, stimulus, and now they're talking about another $2,000 and so on it is that is not sustainable we've got people on unemployment making we've got a guy from that i work with that is making more money on unemployment than he was while he was working it's not sustainable you can't just keep printing money at some point in time the collapse is going to happen so we're either going to lose some lives or we're going to lose some lives you know And so, and I've, I've talked about it and, and again, I think last week I had seen the thing and, and and granted I cannot, I could not verify it, but literally somebody posted on Facebook about a friend who committed suicide because they lost their business, lost their livelihood, were about to lose their home and dude committed suicide. So now people are dying from the economy being shut down. If we, if, if it's if we got to save lives, then we've got to find the way to find the medium in this. We have to. We do not have a choice to stay locked down the way we are. We don't. I mean, we could... I, I'm I'm all for just opening it back up. Just open it back up. Go back to where we were weeks ago. And and deal with the consequences we deal with this and you know with flu season and all the other things and oh, come with, at me with all your things i know i'm gonna report me to youtube and get my channel shut down hasn't happened yet we'll see i'll deal with that when it when the time comes if and when it comes but so here's again that we have gotten to a ridiculous state where you can go with Excuse me, you can go into any pot shop in Colorado, Washington, or whatever states are selling it recreationally now, and buy your icky sticky, but you can't get a haircut. You can't go, you know, get a massage or any of these other things. You gotta, you know, meet up with literally, here's here's the headline from these two young ladies. Um, the headline reads... It, it, you, you can't make this up. I mean, you're, they're on the verge of putting the Babylon Bee out of, uh, out of business. Two women are arrested at, in undercover operation for breaching coronavirus lockdown rules and offering home beauty and salon services. Ana Isabel Castro Garcia and Brenda Stephanie Mata were arrested in Laredo, Texas. Undercover cops posed as customers looking for nail and eyelash treatments. Um, each woman was charged with a violation of an emergency management plan so there there you go i mean literally a sting operation they are releasing prisoners from jail because they're afraid that being together like that they might catch the coronavirus or whatever so they're releasing people for their safety and then they're having sting operations for people who just want to be able to make their continue on with their living and feed their families So these two get arrested in a sting operation for eyelash and nail treatments. Stop and think about that. They're literally letting people out of jail so they can lock other people up. These are mugshots they're wearing, (laughs) they're wearing jail uh, outfits, striped pajamas from the jails. This is, this is ridiculous that this is happening. That these two women who did nothing, wanted to do nothing more than to, to make the money that they regularly make to feed their families. And they get caught up in a, a sting operation for eyelash or eyebrow treatments or eyelash treatments or whatever it was that they were looking for. Nail and eyelash treatments. A sting operation. For nail and eyelash treatments. Let's just say it one more time. Just for the full ridiculous effect. Sting operation for nail and eyelash treatments. Well done Texas. Way to go Governor Abbott. Well done. Texas again. What is her name? Shelley Luther. Uh, Dallas, uh, uh, salon owner, Shelley Luther, uh, arrested because she opened up her shop. Uh, video of her addressing the judge went basically viral news all over the place where he said, if you apologize for being selfish and, and wanting to make a living is being Selfish. And so, if you apologize, we'll we'll let you go. And she said, "No, I can't. If feeding my children is selfish, if you if your law is more important than people feeding their their kids, I have," she said, "I have I have stylists in her salon that are going hungry because they're not eating so their kids can, because they have no money. And the supposed stuff coming from the government was not coming." in in a timely manner for people to feed their families. So she said, I have to open back up. And for that, she gets arrested, sentenced to seven days in jail and $7,000 to which the Lieutenant Governor of Texas said he would pay it and serve her jail time. The uh, Attorney General urged the judge to release her, which she was finally released from jail. Governor Abbott, Made, rather than just saying, giving her, I still think he should give her an official pardon. Um, but he just said, well, you can't arrest people for violating my executive orders. I'm issuing another ev- executive order. says, you can't arrest people for violating my executive orders. And we're going to make that retroactive to before she was arrested, even though she'd already been arrested. Well done, Governor Abbott. Well done. Way to go. Ted Cruz, a- again, I, I, this is a guy that I would love to see. I'm so hope that in 2024, 20, he runs for president again. Because this is a man that I would love to see in the Oval Office. Because he continues to show the the, the integrity that he has. He showed up to her shop to get a haircut. And I bet you, I, I can't confirm this, but I'm pretty sure he paid a whole lot more than what it was actually the, the price of it. I'm betting he dropped a few bills in that salon to ta- help take care of his constituents there in Texas. When the governor failed to do so, Ted Cruz stepped up and took care of this lady. So bravo Ted you 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 know well, Shelley Luther, uh, Castro Garcias and Mata. You, you the real MVPs, but thank you, Senator Cruz for, for standing up for these people. And then finally we got Michigan, which they were making it illegal to go buy seeds and then saying, well, you know, the, the weather here is going to keep us locked down for long enough and you won't need all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. This, this barber, his name, 77 year old, um, Carl Mankey. Uh, opened up, uh, the state police told him to close on Friday and told him that his shop was an imminent danger to public health. And he said, no, I won't shut down. And He said, uh, I can't remember. He said, you're going to have to carry me out in handcuffs um, and I won't shut down until Jesus walks in or something to that effect. I couldn't find the, uh, all I could find is is horrible, uh, super leftist articles about how bad this man is. Um, I couldn't find the actual article that, that gave the quote that I I heard the other day about him not shutting down until Jesus comes in, and good for him, you know. And I I'm, I'm I am happy, and it, it is becoming obvious that Americans are have had enough. They're like this is enough. We have got to get back to normal. I mean, I've been. In the the places went to eat breakfast yesterday with my wife at one of our favorite restaurants here in Ogden at Jeremiah's. They've come up with a a great way to continue to do what they, and, and they had a much smaller crowd than usual. I mean, Jeremiah's, you're usually Saturday and Sunday. You're waiting, and even Friday mornings, you're waiting for 45 minutes to get a seat in this place. And what they did is they took their tables and they put it looks like about half of them because they have to distance their tables according to the rules of this shutdown. And so rather than just separating out tables and and running at half capacity, they, they blocked off part of their parking lot and put the tables outside. It's nice that you can eat outside. We ate, there was a little, it was a little breezy, but we managed to eat and had a great time, uh, stayed distant from other people. And, uh, but we're seeing these places. A lot of the places that I like to go here are opening back up, so I'm excited for that. But um, still hoping to see, you know, them able to go back. I'm personal uh, preference of mine, and maybe for selfish reasons, but I'm waiting for the point in time when all this is blown over, so I can go back to the Outlaw or Giggs Tavern and play poker and sit at a table with my friends and play some cards. That's what I want. I want to be able to go back to regular life. You know, and again, this is, you're hearing it. This is the new normal. The knife is never going to go back to nor- to way the, the way it was because of this virus, it's a virus. We run through these things on a regular basis. We deal with this stuff. Somehow, for whatever reason, this one got blown up. You know, through media and panic and all the other things, this got blown up further than it really needed to. And I, again, I know that I'm upsetting people because I'm I'm stomping on their sacred cows and and all. I I just hate old people and I want I want uh, immunocompromised people to die and blah 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 blah. No. I want our country back to the way it was. I want, I want the government. You know, again, when you once you vote emergency powers to the to the uh, supreme chancellor, rarely does he give it back. And this is how liberty, liberty dies to thunderous applause. I mean, we're watching it. I'm, I'm, I'm done with my my trial membership to socialism. Uh, can we cancel? this thing now because it has become very ridiculous when you're you've got moms being arrested in parks but yet they're letting people out of out of jails it it literally boggles the mind that this is how twisted things have become think about that they have let and, and literally let violent offenders, sexual offenders, people who have been let out of, of jail, who have re-offended. I mean, last week or something, there was a, a, a rape because somebody let a rapist out of jail because they were afraid of getting the, the coronavirus. And dude went out and raped somebody. I wish I could have found the article. So take that one with a grain of salt. I didn't verify that, but I did hear about it. So if, if, I, if that proves to be wrong, I'll offer an official retraction. But this is the thing. You've got people them letting people out of jail, but they're performing sting operations for eyelash and nail treatments. I just can't get that one through my head. Just cannot comprehend that. They're shutting down the parks. I mean, my daughter is devastated on daily because she just wants to go play at the park. She just wants to go play. And when we go by, drive by there, they're still wrapped off with, with caution tape. Can we, you know, they're not allowing, shutting down state parks, not allowing people to go camping. I mean, this is all ridiculous. You know, can't have too many people out there at the park. Right you gotta stay stay distant from each other can can we have our country back please mr president i I understand that you are enamored with this this Deborah Burks lady and she could be your your next stormy Daniels, but it's time to to be the guy that people. Not me, because I didn't vote for you, but the people wanted who was going to stand up to the establishment and say enough is enough. It's time to go back to work. Open it back up completely. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but it's got to happen sometime. And the longer that it takes to do it, the more damage that we are doing to this country the more damage we are doing to this economy and it's going to be harder and harder to recover. And here's the deal, Mr. President, uh, because I I know you're watching. The the worse the economy gets, the more chance Joe Biden has, Mr. Dementia himself, of beating you in the upcoming election. Because people aren't going to vote on how you responded to COVID-19. They really aren't. I mean, within weeks, once we open back up and so on, and unless somehow they manage to drag this out to November, it's going to be old news. When it comes down to time to vote, it's going to be all about the economy. So you have a choice to make, Mr. President. Governor Herbert, all you other governors and states... Choices need to be made, and our country needs to be opened back up before we get to a place where it's going to be nearly impossible to dig ourselves out. Again, I mean, Jeff Durbin has has talked about this multiple times. Go go watch his his sermon about love your neighbor and a a message to, to state governors, I think he talked about. He's got a couple of them. I think that was the title of it. But the, we have to consider loving our neighbors also in allowing them to continue to maintain their livelihood. And not just worry about those, that small percentage. I mean, literally. I mean, we are looking at a virus that is .03, maybe up to .1% fatal. And we've got 14% unemployment. There's a little bit of an off balance. No, I don't just want old people to die. And no, I don't want immunocompromised people to die. I want those people to be smart and stay home. And quarantine themselves. But allow the healthy people to go about their business. And allow businesses to go about their business. Because that also is loving your neighbor. And again, the ultimate way to love our neighbor is preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm